Hello, everyone, and welcome to the MSUM Dragons podcast, where we believe that college athletics here at MSUM is more than a game. I'm your host, John Webby Webking, and as I said last week, I'm fired up to kick off 2020 with a two-part special with head football coach Steve Lockway. Today is part two, and we'll focus our discussion on recruiting as we ramp up for the February 5th signing day. We'll talk about the ideal recruit for MSUM, the things being said in the living room with parents and players, recruiting don'ts for potential athletes, and how the front office at the school could make or break your chances at MSUM. We'll end with leadership, how Lockway leads his team, his coaches, and himself. Easily one of my favorite episodes of the MSUM Dragons podcast today. So let's talk recruiting and leadership with Dragons head football coach, Steve Lockway. You're saying so many things that I know recruits are hearing. I I, I don't think I'm going off the book and saying everything you've said here, you've said in a a living room with mom and dad and recruit in-house. But you also mentioned keeping in touch with alumni and you have thousands of recruits you've talked to over the years here. You have thousands of players that have gone through this system. You've got um, parents, you've got alumni, and how do you manage so many relationships as a coach and kind of the figurehead of the reason they're all tied together? It's tough, you know, every <laughs> every year, uh, you know, at the end of the year, you know, you evaluate where you're spending your time and your priorities. and. You know, every year it's like, uh, you know, how can we continue to keep spending more and more time mm-hmm. with the players that are closest to us? Sometimes you can get drawn out into parents and recruiting and alumni, and all those are important. And then you're like, okay, but I, I can't forget about, you know, the guys that are closest and how do we mentor them? And it's, um, it's definitely a challenge. I think it's definitely something that, that I look at very closely as to how do we do that? But it is... Um, I think that's one of the things that's so special about football. It creates a family, a brotherhood, if you want to say whatever it might be, and to be able to continue those on. And so um, some of those are just strategic um, things, obviously, that are set up. You know, whether it's a, a golf tournament that gets you reconnected, whether it's homecoming gets you reconnected. For me, I've got kind of a list of guys that I share podcasts with, mm-hmm. and, you know, that creates a little bit of conversation back and forth, and they share them back with me. So it's kind of this continued mentoring relationship as we go through time um, but it's an important piece to it it's the most rewarding too how do you make sure and we just discussed about that living room conversation how do you make sure that the things you say in that moment the things you're saying now are actually what happens once a student athlete signs on to be a dragon yeah well obviously you know you have to have coaches that buy into that right because mm-hmm. I'm I can't be with every single player every single day. It's got, you know, every assistant coach has to be an extension of of me, so to say, or of our philosophy uh, to be able to bring that to the players and so that they can feel that and they can touch it every day. And, and you know, and then from there it trickles even to the, the leaders of our team. Those internal leaders, they've got to understand what are the things that we value and what are the standards that, that we're going to live and play by. Mm-hmm. And that has to, to trickle down from there. Um, you know, a lot of times having, whether it's formal meetings with players mm-hmm. and picking their brains about how things are going, or it's the conversations in the hallway or, you know, on a bus ride or whatever, and starting to piece together and observe is what we're saying 
aligning with what we're seeing. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and when there's not, it's trying to make those corrections. I think every every winter when we start the season fresh here in the beginning of January, we try and go right back to the basics all the time, you know, of starting simple and picking up your towels in the locker room. Um, and as you go through those things, I think it's always a good reminder that we are back to the basics on all the the important pieces of our of our program. Take take me into that room on that couch. What are you telling me and my family to make sure that I fit the Dragon Football program? Well, okay, for, so it starts with you got to obviously you you got to want to love football and you want to work hard at it and be great at it. Okay, that's got to be a given. But then you look at it and say, okay. We're going to use these experiences and this platform we have to develop you beyond that as a leader. So you've got to see the value in what is football going, how is football going to develop me, not just in tackling. Because in, in your job interviews, you're not going to tell them what a great tackler you are. Mm -hmm. Okay, You're going to have to tell them, hey, I saw on your resume, you know, you played football. What are you taking from that into this job? You've got to be able to transition that. And so I think somebody that can see the value in that, that wants that, you know, and so then we're talking about, well, here's how we do those things. Um, whether it's our leadership classes, whether it's our, our um, you know, strategic development on, you know, guys listening to podcasts or book studies or whatever the things that we do. Maybe it's in the fact that, you know what, along with that, you know what, we want to create a family type atmosphere. And a lot of people say family, but can you come here and feel family on a visit? Can you come here and know that you don't just fit in, but you actually belong? Well, to belong, you need to know here are the things that, that we stand for. You know what, you're gonna, you're gonna have to be a guy that wants to do what's right, find a way, keep getting better and be a great teammate. If those aren't front and center for you, this ain't gonna work, it's just not gonna happen. Um, but if those are the things that you want, all right, well, here's how we build our family. Here's our small group scenarios that we consistently put ourselves in where we're talking about things that oh, open you up to each other and build connection and trust and um, you know or here's questions we're having that are difficult questions that we need to talk about as a team in a small group of how are we handling this conflict how how do we want to change this what do we like about practices what do we not like about practices and then let's come together and have some ideas that that come to the top that allow us to make changes and, and get better and so um, if you're not comfortable having those conversations or you're not comfortable buying into helping the guys younger than you or underneath you come along and build them up you know it's not the place it's not the place for you it's just kind of how it works um and you know what you're better to not start on the journey because you, you're not going to like it here because that's in our culture that's in our, our dna and and you have to be okay with that and it's in in reality you got to value it and and be fired up about it because we don't want guys that are lukewarm about being here we want guys that are fired up about those things because mm -hmm. that is the experience because the majority of your time here is when you don't have your helmet on right. so let's talk about what those things look like in life um, and if so you ready to be a dragon or what i'm let's there you go run through a brick wall for you coach um, <laughs> One of the things Put that your came, helmet on first. I'll see if it fits. Big head. <laughs> <laughs> but some of the things that came up in class, you know, talked about, you know, how do you know, just like you mentioned with like a job interview. I mean, you can sit down and look at the resume and talk to them about the things that came out of this experience and that experience. But, you know, how do you find out for sure on those kind of things? What, what tactics do you use um, that a recruit, you know, should know about so that they're not, you know, 
pinning themselves against the wall and opening up more opportunities for themselves. And I remember one of the specifics you talked about was social media. Um, but what are some of the ways that you find those traits within a recruit? Without a doubt, social media reveals a lot about people's character um, and the things that they value. Mm -hmm. You know, I think, um, how does their coach speak about them? How do their teammates speak about them? For us, um, for me, one of the most influential people in the process is the uh, the lady at the front front office desk. You know, I have to go recruit in every school. I got to check in there all the time when I'm waiting. I just ask them, I'm like, hey, ma'am, um, I'm here to see Jimmy. You know, I don't know if you have any daughters. I've got daughters, but if you had a daughter that was a senior, how would you feel about her dating Jimmy? Ooh. And uh, yeah, they all tell me they'd feel really great about them. I just, all I listen for is how they tell me. You know, there's a difference between, yeah, yeah, Jimmy's a good kid versus, oh, Jimmy's a great kid, let me tell you. And then you get a five to 10 minute <laughs> dissertation on everything Jimmy's done since eighth grade and how great he is and everybody in the school loves him. Um, those are pretty strong indicators of how people feel about them. So you're just trying to to really see is this guy's ripple, so to say, the people in his wake, how do they speak about him? How do they feel about him? What's his interaction or general overall thought process? So anybody we know from one of those schools, whether it's a student here, we've had work study here mm -hmm. that I find out where they're from and I'm like, hey, what do you know about this guy? What's your general right. overall thought? All those are influencers to our decisions on is this a culture fit or not I feel like every front door person is gonna get some flowers or a, <laughs> a box of candy this yeah. week um, talk a little bit about but you can't hide your character you, you know can. what I mean you can try and sweet talk those office ladies right but they all know what's going on in the school just so just like the custodians are great mm -hmm. um, the, the people you can't, you can't your character follows you everywhere and so that's a those are decisions consistently made over time didn't mean to cut you off it's a podcast we there can we do go. that uh, want to talk a little bit about some of the things you're just mentioning your your coaching philosophy the pieces that are more than game in developing uh, your athletes into men of character all those pieces come from somewhere and I've noticed and it's very obvious you have a passion for leadership and for those of those people out here listening who don't know you, the things you're kind of interested in, you know, how do you grow as a coach in making sure that when you're saying we're going to help you develop, um, and everybody's different in different ways and all these different, how do you continue to develop yourself as the person that can create that transformation in kids? It's constant. You know, I think every time I'm in, almost every time I'm in a vehicle, I'm listening to an audio book, I'm listening to a podcast, um, selected in areas that I feel like I either need to grow in, uh, either our program needs to focus on those and grow on them, or that I think can be beneficial for certain players or groups of players on our team. And so I, I try and find a handful of podcasts specifically for a certain player, mm -hmm. and I'll listen to them. And if I think they're the right ones and that they're good, I'm I'm sharing them with those guys. I'm trying anything that I can to try and reach them in different ways or develop them in different ways. And and they aren't things about football. They're just about. Um, you know, how you conduct your life better, whether it's managing stress, whether it's sleep, whether it's um, getting over perfectionism, whether it's relationships, um, whether it's belief in yourself. Um, some of it maybe is about um, guys that want to be coaches. Maybe it's, you know, coaching philosophy type things or whatever it might be. Um, and just trying to match where they are in their journey with maybe a message that they need to hear. So that's 
constantly going out, constantly trying to pick brains of people that, that are leading in, in lots of different areas. You know, I don't think it's just in coaching. It's, it's in whatever of trying to, you know, I was picking somebody's brain on Chick-fil-A the other day. I think tons of people love Chick-fil-A and they love working there. And I'm like, why, what makes that place so great? Why do you love working there? And just listening to, to their answers, I think gives insight into those things. So, um, it's something that's just constantly um, on my mind of trying to get better so I can help others get better as well. What's on tap right now? What, what, what was on the way here today? Um, Simon Sinek, Infinite Game, listening to that. Um, yeah. You know, I think Brene Brown has been some influential stuff for me over the last uh, year. Um, Culture Code and Talent Code have, have, have been helpful at this. It's kind of funny how sometimes the books show up for you at the time you need them in life. Um, and I think those have kind of happened for me from that standpoint. I'm constantly trying to find good TED Talks. I found that you know our players seem to respond better to to shorter videos or TED Talks or shorter podcasts. It's a lot different than, you know, here, here, I want you to read this book. Well, great, they're not probably gonna read this book. Some of them do. They would now will and they the listen? fact that they're doing that across campus every single day yeah. with a variety of different topics Without add one more to that pile now, of stuff. But if some, I yeah. share a forty-minute podcast with them and they listen to it on two times speed, like I tell them, they're like, "All right, that's twenty minutes. I can invest twenty minutes into that." And so it's trying to find those things that can influence them and help them. How do you also, and I know the answer is lead by example in some ways, how do you also lead your coaches to making sure that, as you said, they're an extension of you? How do you make sure that they're growing as coaches each and every day? Yeah, I think it's the same thing. You know, it's sharing podcasts with them. It's trying to help them connect. Um, here's a decision we made that was maybe difficult. Here's the input that I got from everybody. Here's how I distilled it. And ultimately, you know, sometimes it's a group decision. It's easy. Sometimes, you know what, I'm the tiebreaker and I got to make the decision, but kind of explaining then, okay, here's, here's why. Here's what I was thinking. Here's the angle I'm coming at, at it with. Um, I, we try and do a lot of joint decision making, even when we come in there and go, hey, here's what I'm thinking. Here's why I'm thinking it. Am I off here, fellas? Am I missing some part of the story that I need to know before we go down this road? And mm -hmm. I think um, helping them critically look at those things, posing different questions for them. Hey, you know what? Um, if you were in charge of this, what would you change? You know, how would you make this better? Because um, I don't have all the answers. I mean, most of the answers that that I get are coming from somebody else. Mm -hmm. You know, out there as a player or as a staff member, and it's just I'm just trying to find the right ones or sort mm -hmm. through common themes. Yeah, how, how do you how them. do you do that? Like, because I know you consume a ton. How do you boil that massive consumption down even, to sh applicable tidbits to even, relate to every day? Even just within our our staff is you know. Um, regular conversations, if directed on more than a superficial level, start to give you some insights where I'm like, hmm, I didn't think about that. Or I've heard that now from four different guys. There's probably something here that I need to, hmm. to think about from that standpoint. I, I do think um, distilling it down into the simple pieces, mm -hmm. I think the more you keep putting in, it's like downloading info. At some point, it starts to change how you think and you're able to distill an answer back. And you can't really say, well, that was because that was John Maxwell's book, this book on page 325 right. chapter, but something in there framed your decision-making or 
or your perception to be able, perspective to be able to go, right. here's my thoughts or here's what we need to do. I don't, I don't so know why. So I was but curious it, if it was you had a moment, you, you went and seek information, or is it just consume, 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 and you never know when, but then it's going to light up in a moment? Definitely some of both. Okay. Um, obviously, when there's main points in that I'm trying to work through from a, a personal standpoint or professional standpoint, my my learning is geared towards those pieces, mm-hmm. you know, with the specific thought in mind. We have to try and fix this problem or make an improvement here. You know, when things are, say, status quo, we're going well, it's like, okay, everything's coming at me that sometimes sparks a new thought of, hmm, I didn't think of that. We should maybe look at that or maybe this could make it better. Um, constantly trying to find a way to keep getting better is always on my mind. So some of both. It's a balance of both. Well, thank you for the wonderful discussion today. I know this is going to be a, a great, at least two-part uh, podcast for us. Uh, but thank you for your time today. Thank you for all you do um, in leading our dragons to uh, a better, brighter future. And the humility you have with it is is fun to watch. Um, so thank you for all you do. And thanks for joining us on the podcast today. Absolutely. Love it. Football signing day for non-D1 teams is Wednesday, February 5th, so mark your calendars for a busy day getting to know the newest members of the Dragon football family. We'll put out a ton of information on all of our platforms during the day, but for everything happening, please go to msumdragons.com. We'll have rosters, a list of everything, all the media. It'll all be at msumdragons.com for football signing day on Wednesday, February 5th. If you like what you heard today, please, please, please help us continue to provide great stories about how Dragon Athletics is more than a game by subscribing and sharing the show. For all of us at MSUM Dragon Athletics, thanks for listening. And of course, go Dragons. Dragons.